Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Picasso once said, Good artists borrow, great artists steal. And the Doctor Who writers certainly took that one to heart. With that in mind, I'm Will for Who Culture, and here are 10 times Doctor Who shamelessly ripped off Hollywood. 10. The Rings of Akaten copied the Moss Eisley Cantina scene from Star Wars. Star Wars is such a beloved franchise that it's probably influenced dozens of Doctor Who writers in countless small ways, but a blatantly obvious nod to the galaxy far, far away can be found in the 2013 episode, The Rings of Akaten. In this story, the 11th Doctor and Clara visit a far-flung civilization called Tiamat, where they spend lots of time wandering around its markets and winding streets, which are overflowing with a large assortment of unique alien creatures. It's a scene that will feel familiar to Star Wars fans, and that's because the idea of having a wide jumble of alien races gathered together in a single location was pulled directly from the iconic Moss Eisley Cantina sequence in the original Star Wars movie, which also had a wide jumble of alien races gathered together in a single location. The episode also contains a second example of Doctor Who taking a major visual cue from Star Wars. Remember those mopeds that the Doctor and Clara ride on at various points? Well, they were designed to mirror the speeder bikes seen in 1983's Return of the Jedi and were suggested by producer Marcus Wilson. 9. Robot is just a sci-fi version of King Kong. The story of King Kong is one of the most iconic in cinema history, with the original black and white movie first hitting cinemas in 1933. To put it another way, King Kong is a modern legend, so it isn't really a surprise that the giant ape eventually made his way onto Doctor Who. 1974's Robots was the debut serial for Tom Baker's fourth Doctor, and in the story's climax, the Doctor has to deal with an enormous robot called K-1, as it rampages through a nearby village. During the making of this serial, King Kong was a major influence on writer Terence Dix, to the extent that it isn't really a stretch to say that K-1 is essentially a Doctor Who version of Kong. For one thing, they're both gigantic, misunderstood monsters, but the similarities go even deeper, with Dix lifting specific elements of the Kong story. At one point, K-1 develops an attachment to Sarah Jane Smith and starts carrying her around. These scenes are greatly reminiscent of identical moments in King Kong, wherein the giant ape picks up Andaro after becoming infatuated with her. And then, just like Kong, Robot ultimately ends with K-1 being killed. Poor fella. 8. A Christmas Carol spaceship was clearly modelled on the 2009 Star Trek reboot. Back when we used to get Doctor Who Christmas specials, 2010's A Christmas Carol came storming out the gate with an intense sequence inside the bridge of a crashing spaceship. The look of this bridge is extremely clean and futuristic, with a slick white paint job and lots of machinery embedded neatly into the walls. It doesn't appear in the episode for very long, mostly just at the start and at the end, but even so, it was quite easy to figure out where the production team got 
inspiration from. The design of the bridge bears a striking resemblance to the bridge of the USS Enterprise, specifically the one seen in the 2009 reboot of Star Trek. They both have that glossy white paint job, similar layouts and machinery, and hell, Doctor Who even borrowed some of those lens flares that J.J. Abrams littered throughout his movie. The parallels are obvious, and when you consider that Star Trek was released in May of 2009, roughly one year before A Christmas Carol was filmed, the timing lines up perfectly. 7. Spyfall's James Bond Homage Not someone who's known for his subtlety, current Doctor Who showrunner Chris Chibnall chose to copy Hollywood in a clear and obvious way for the first two episodes of Series 12, in a feature-length story called Spyfall. Even before seeing a single frame of footage, audiences knew they were in for a James Bond parody of sorts. Spyfall sounds like Skyfall, of course, and in the end, Chibnall did not hold back when it came to referencing, mocking, and ripping off the iconic spy franchise. The similarities are almost too many to list. Spyfall jumps between numerous different locations and time periods, just like a globe-trotting Bond flick. Characters are given single-letter names like C and O, the Doctor introduces herself in the same way that Bond does, the name's Doctor, THE Doctor. The whole plot revolves around double-crossing and espionage, there's a vehicle chase that's ripped straight from a Hollywood blockbuster, and there's the music, which wouldn't sound out of place in a Bond film of any era. So, yeah, it's hardly subtle, but then again, that is the point. Chibnall must have had a blast creating this fun homage to a film series that he's clearly very fond of. 6. Turn Left is a mixture of sliding doors and It's a Wonderful Life. Turn Left is one of the darkest episodes of the Doctor Who revival, with a body count that extends into the millions, widespread destruction, alien invasions, and a dead 10th Doctor. Bleak doesn't really do it justice. The episode explores what would happen to the Earth if the Doctor wasn't around, and considering this is similar to a setup seen in two famous Hollywood productions, the episode's story will definitely ring a few bells with film fans. The two productions in question are the 1946 Christmas classic It's a Wonderful Life and 1998's underrated romantic drama sliding doors. It's a Wonderful Life tells the story of George Bailey, a man who gets to witness an alternate timeline in which he was never born, seeing what life would be like without him. Turn Left clearly mirrors this setup by showing us viewers, and characters like Rose and Donna, what life would be like without the Doctor. And again, it's not good. As for Sliding Doors, that Gwyneth Paltrow-led drama follows the recently fired Helen through two different timelines, one where she boards a train at the right time and meets a new love, and another where she misses the train and stays with her cheating husband. This small moment in Helen's life, making it onto the train or missing the train, is similar to Donna's small moment of turning the car left or right, with each separate pathway having vastly different outcomes. In the behind-the-scenes book, Doctor Who, The Writer's Tale, Turn Left scribe Russell T. Davis actually cites Sliding Doors as a primary influence on his scripts, meaning that the similarities between the two are not coincidental. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Five. Last Christmas stole the facehuggers from the Alien series. A family-friendly Christmas episode is the last place you'd expect to find a reference to one of the most disturbing horror monsters of all time. And yet, that's exactly what Last Christmas did. Doctor Who's 2014 festive special includes a shameless and obvious steal from Ridley Scott's 1979 classic Alien, straight up pilfering the iconic facehugger creatures and reworking them into the episode's villains, the Dream Crabs. These sneaky Dream Crabs scuttle along the walls and floors and leap at people with a frightening pace, wrapping themselves around the faces of their victims exactly like the facehuggers do. As if the parallel wasn't clear enough, the episode makes it even clearer with a name drop. At one point, a character states that the dream crabs are a bit like facehuggers from Alien, to which the Doctor gloriously responds, there's a horror movie called Alien? That's really offensive. No wonder everyone keeps invading you. It's very on-the-nose lampshading, but at least the script was self-aware enough to acknowledge that the design of the dream crabs wasn't actually original. And interestingly, this wasn't even the first time that Doctor Who copied the Alien movies. 4. Earthshock borrows from Ridley Scott's Alien, literally. Considering that Earthshock aired in 1982, it would be genuinely surprising if it didn't take inspiration from some of the groundbreaking sci-fi cinema of the late 1970s, like Star Wars and Alien. Of course, it did, and episode one of this serial contains a clear and obvious ripoff of an intense scene found in Ridley Scott's original 1979 Alien film. Earthshock begins with a team of troopers exploring a cave system, with their progress being monitored on a scanner that displays life forms as small white dots. At one point, some of these dots start to disappear as the troopers are picked off by a mysterious, unseen threat, which is exactly how Dallas's death plays out in Alien, even down to the scanner and the dots. Earthshock also borrows from Alien in a literal, physical sense too. The cyberscope prop seen in this serial was built using parts from the Nostromo set that Ridley Scott used in Alien. This is due to the fact that model maker Martin Bauer worked on both products. And hey, there's nothing wrong with a bit of recycling. 3. The Lazarus Experiment is basically an adaptation of the Quatermass Experiment. As is the case with Spyfall and James Bond, the Lazarus Experiment's title is a clear nod to the movie that it's ripping off. In this case, 1955's The Quatermass Experiment. The Doctor Who episode follows Professor Richard Lazarus, a man whose genetic meddling results in him turning into a horrific scorpion-like creature involuntarily. The movie, which was based on the 1953 BBC serial, itself an inspiration for the episode, also follows a professor, Bernard Quatermass, who has to deal with an astronaut who starts to transform into a monster after returning from outer space. Both stories share that similar hook of a man mutating into a monster. But what makes it abundantly clear that the Lazarus experiment is copying the Quatermass experiment, besides the title, are the specific elements shared by the two projects. For instance, both stories end with a confrontation inside a London church, where the monster is ultimately defeated. In addition, both share the idea of the monster draining its victims of life force and leaving them as dried out husks. Interestingly, David 
Tennant and Mark Gaddis, the latter of whom played Lazarus, even starred in a 2005 adaptation of the Quatermass Experiment, two years before the Lazarus Experiment aired. You honestly cannot make this stuff up. Two. The Invisible Enemy's plot is nearly identical to Fantastic Voyage. In 1966, 20th Century Fox released Fantastic Voyage, a movie about a group of people who are shrunk down to microscopic size before being injected into a dying scientist's body in order to remove a blood clot. Then, 11 years later, the BBC aired a Doctor Who serial called The Invisible Enemy, in which a clone of the fourth Doctor is shrunk down to a microscopic size and injected into his own body in order to combat a dangerous virus. It's abundantly clear where The Invisible Enemy got its inspiration from, and on top of the serial sharing an overall concept with Fantastic Voyage, there are also some really specific similarities between the two stories. For example, Fantastic Voyage ends with the miniaturized crew emerging from the body via a tear duct, an escape method that is also utilized in The Invisible Enemy. Both stories also share the idea of the miniaturization being time-limited, around 10 minutes in The Invisible Enemy and one hour in Fantastic Voyage. Doctor Who didn't even try to hide this one, but at least we got a great serial out of it. 1. Voyage of the Damned is the Poseidon adventure in space. The disaster film format is one that we're all familiar with, and it's a genre that's produced some genuine all-time classics over the last few decades. From The Towering Inferno to Dante's Peak to Deep Impact to Twister, we all have our favorites, and former Doctor Who showrunner Russell T. Davies is no different. As a huge fan of 1972's disaster spectacular The Poseidon Adventure, Davies's plan for the 2007 Christmas special, which ended up being Voyage of the Damned, was basically to take that movie and give it the Doctor Who treatment, setting the story in space and swapping the ship from the Poseidon to the Titanic. As well as sharing the same basic plot, a luxury liner is badly damaged and a small group of passengers attempt to climb their way to safety, Davies also pinched specific elements from the Poseidon Adventure 2. The character Foon Van Hoff is almost identical to Belle Rosen from the original movie, with both women ultimately sacrificing themselves to allow the rest of the group to continue on. Davies even considered flipping the Titanic upside down in the exact same manner as the Poseidon, but this idea was nixed due to financial constraints. Voyage of the Damned is another episode that Davies talks about in The Writer's Tale, where it's mentioned that the pitch for the episode was the Titanic in space crossed with the Poseidon adventure. Again, there's no hiding this one. It is not subtle. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. 
See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.